the I Make a Difference podcast, an adventure of exploration of your human self, the conditioned and unhealed parts of you, and your true self, the natural, real and powerful you. A pathway where you unravel, heal and uncover on your journey back to you. I'm your host, Melinda Cates, and welcome to the I Make a Difference podcast. In this episode, we continue our journey, and the part of the journey that we're at now is going from your soul self-expression to your human conditioned self. And we're going to explore some of the questions such as, how does your soul self reduce or even cease to be expressed in human form? How is the purity and the goodness of you diluted? And how does your human self become the prominent way of being? And how do you become your conditioned self? Something I do want to raise first before we dive into our episode and dive into exploring all of those questions is that what we explore today may trigger some memories and some feelings for you. If it does, I do encourage you please to access the support around you because it is an important part of the process of your evolution as a human being and being able to heal and connect and being able to come back to who you truly are. One of the key steps in your involvement is being able to embrace your natural connection to others, the sharing of understanding, the sharing of love and care, and being able to ask for that support. Because your human self at levels may find that uncomfortable at times, but if your human self can do that, you get to know what consciously that experience is like, which then allows you to move closer to the natural elements of you where you naturally do those things. So please, if you do have memories or feelings triggered, please take responsibility for yourself and reach out and ask for some support and help around you. One of the things I want to explore first is what actually is conditioning? Conditioning is a human process. It's where what is natural to you is turned into what becomes normal for you. It's where what is innate and inherent to your soul self is disconnected from an external Factors around you influence you to become something you are naturally not. You create a new way of being, a new way of operating based on what others around you expect of you, what others around you believe is acceptable and not acceptable. And you conform to others' expectations and take on board those ways of thinking, the ways of behaving, the ways of speaking, even the words you use, and it becomes your normal. Initially, when that conditioning first happens, there will be some conscious memory of it. However, that awareness will change, because as you disconnect from what is natural to you, and you live what is conditioned to you, it becomes more and more of a subconscious acceptance and you create a habit. So there is going to be conditioning that you're going to be aware of, 
And there's going to be conditioning that you're not aware of because you've stored it in your subconscious mind. Conditioning is really important for practical things on this earthly realm, such as things like riding a bike and driving a car, where you go through the conscious process of actually learning how to do those things so that you can jump on a bike and you know exactly what to do and your muscle memory remembers what to do. Same as when you jump in a car. Do you sit and consciously think through every single step you need to take in order to start the car, in order to get on the road, in order to drive? No, you probably don't. So the type of conditioning that we're talking about is conditioning in terms of being, feeling, doing and expressing yourself in a normal way. Where you have conditioning that has emotions attached to it. This leads me into the I make a difference onion model. You are more than likely familiar with the onion concept. Back in 2000, I created a model around the onion concept and called it the I make a difference model. And yes, it's to do with the layers that we create, how they come about and what's embedded and involved in those layers. Because what's in those layers is conditioning that needs unravelling and emotions that need healing. So how were your layers created? Through the process of suppression. Where you push down and you shut down and you suppress what is natural to you. Your soul self-expression. You also will suppress your human self-processing. Whether it be physical aspects of you, emotional aspects mental aspects, energy, physiological processing, and even your spirituality. You also will suppress your truth and the truth. And there's a difference between those which we'll come to in another episode. As I've said before, I don't want to overload you with too much processing and information in each episode. The other factor that creates your layers is protection. Protection from outside influences and their words, their action, their energy, their facial expressions and their non-action. You also protect yourself from feeling your emotions, your physiological reactions, feeling your energy, your physical processing, your thoughts and that includes even your memories, memories that may be uncomfortable that you don't like. It can also be that you suppress and protect yourself from the good memories that you've had from your life as well. You also not only suppress your truth and the truth, you also protect yourself from the truth, your truth, and also your knowing, the voice of your soul. An interesting distinction here too is you also become the protector of your soul self. The protector of the goodness, the purity and the rightness of your true self and soul self. Your conditioning dilutes the connection you have to your soul self and in some cases you can fully disconnect from it. With your conditioning you learn what to do, not to do and it comes about through a process of avoidance. So what is it that you're trying to avoid? You're trying to avoid the hurt and pain that you've experienced from situations and from your life. 
And your pain and hurt is essentially the process of vulnerability. You also learn what to do and not to do and are conditioned to try and build the void due to the lack of from the experiences you have. And this is the process of neediness, an emotional need to fill the emotional holes created by a lack of in your life. Your conditioning comes from what you learnt from outside influences, most importantly the people you grew up around. So your parents or parent figures or your guardians. And just a reminder, your conditioning also comes from your soul choices, the parents and family you choose, the country you chose to be born in, the culture, the race, the religion, the height, the physical shape, the eye and hair colour you chose, the predispositions that you chose to have in human form, and the family karmic patterns that you are here to resolve if you choose to. The environment and the people around you had some of the most significant impacts on you as far as your conditioning went. So I'm going to explore some examples that share with you the process of delay has been created, the process of suppression and protection, the human processing you go through, and how other people's acceptance and non-acceptance has an impact and an influence on our human self and the disconnection from our soul self. These are examples to provide you with how your conditioning happens, how the layer process happens, and they're an opportunity for you to learn, to forgive, to accept, and to evolve. We come onto this earth as souls into a human body, and we soul express. We express what is natural to us, we express our goodness and our purity, and we have no reason to believe that there's any right or wrong to that. It's just that's what is natural to us. So let's take the example of a baby that is crying. A baby that cries is expressing themselves like this because it's their way of communicating. They haven't learned words yet. So they're communicating that they're hungry and want food or they want their nappy changed. They may not know it's a nappy, but they're uncomfortable with what they're feeling. Or there's something else that's physically going on for them. So they naturally express and communicate in this way. There's no questions about this. It's just what they do. They accept that they cannot physically do these things themselves. They accept that others will be there for them to help them. And they accept and receive others' help. And there's a natural energy exchange of acceptance in that process. But if this does not happen, say for example the person is tired and it's, is overwhelmed and frustrated, well remember they're also conditioned and emotional as well because of their experiences and their onion layers. So they react to the baby crying. And that exchange of energy of acceptance is disconnected and distorted. The baby senses that human process. They sense the disconnection in energy. They sense a gap. They feel a disconnect in the natural acceptance that generally would be between two souls. 
they hear the tone of the person, they see the look and the actions of the person. But their reference point, because their communication is not in words at this point in time and they don't have that full human processing, is the energy. They are experiencing a lack of acceptance. And their human self interprets this. The opposite of acceptance is non-acceptance. So they feel that non-acceptance. They are made wrong for crying. So mentally, depending on a child's processing, obviously, there is a message and a belief that is sent to that baby or that they interpret the interaction as that crying is wrong, that expressing themselves is not okay because look at the non-acceptance they're experiencing. And they may even believe that people will not always be there for them or help them. The emotion attached to non-acceptance is rejection. So that begins to surface because that's a human concept and that's an emotion that is a human process that goes with non-acceptance. And then they see they've upset the other person and more often than not the emotion that goes with that is guilt, whether it's warranted or not. Their sensory processes, they can feel the emotional energy coming off the person and that's not natural to them. So they want to be able to protect themselves from that and not feel it. Physically, they learn what rejection looks like in terms of how the person reacted and depending on the action from the adult, they may have resulted in being overfed, not fed, not having their nappy changed sitting and feeling physically unwell, which conditions the baby physically and also contributes to their emotional and mental state. The baby in that experience begins to be conditioned and learns what is acceptable and not acceptable, what is accepted of them mentally, emotionally, physically, sensory and energy-wise. They start suppressing their natural expression They protect their natural expression from judgment and rejection because in that non-acceptance, the emotion of hurt started surfacing. And you may find that they cry even more, expressing their physical discomfort and emotional pain and disconnection, which may then create more reactions from the people around them. Let's take the example of a child that naturally smiles at an adult someone they don't know, they are soul expressing their connection because as souls we're all connected. And what happens? The adult says, what are you looking at? And tells the child off. The child in that moment feels the disconnect in the energy exchange. They see the look on the adult's face, they hear the words and the tone that is coming from them and they feel it. So the human impacts on that child is mentally they start to create beliefs. It could be smiling at people upsets them or wait till people smile at me rather than me smiling at them first because then I know it's going to be okay. Conditioning is happening at all levels. And you may think just from a smile and someone reacting like that, 
It does not take very much. I promise you that. And I'm sure you know that. Energy wise, the child feels the gap and the disconnect again. They feel that lack of connection and acceptance. They feel the energy from the adult that is full of emotion. And we know what it's like when we feel other people's emotions. We get a little uncomfortable with it or even really uncomfortable and may not know how to deal with it. So the child wants to protect themselves from that. The lack of and non-acceptance emotionally hurts. And that child feels rejected and possibly even guilty for upsetting the person. Physically, they suppress their smile and their expression. And another layer is created. Or you may be that child who's drawn a picture and you go to show your parents the picture because you're so excited about it. But they're busy and they brush you off and they don't look at the picture and don't take time with you. There's no connect in the energy. A larger gap is felt and the lack of connection is even more pronounced. This is more than not accepted. In fact, it's I'm not seen and I'm not heard. Mentally, the beliefs the child can create are I'm not worthy of their time. I'm of no interest. I'm irrelevant. They're not interested in what I do. And they're too busy for me. Energy-wise, the child feels alone, separate, and not connected. Emotionally, that non-acceptance, not being heard and not being seen, and feeling unworthy and irrelevant, is compounding and powerful rejection. And even abandonment. Because the parents are not there for them. They're too busy with other things. And loneliness and hurt can surface within them. So through the suppression and protection process and the layer creation, that child ceases to share what they do and create. They wait to see if others are interested. And what is natural in their expression becomes controlled and limited. And the lack of becomes a hole within them that they want to fill, that neediness. The need to be accepted, the need to be heard, the need to be seen, and they may even look for that elsewhere. Or, when they do get it, they want more and more. And baseline, the need they feel is to be safe and secure through being accepted being connected and not feeling emotional pain. So layer after layer of suppression and protection continues on. Then you may be that child or that teenager even who goes and informs your parents of something someone was doing that you know was wrong. They didn't believe you. They thought you were lying. And you may have even got punished for it. Yet again, there's that disconnect in energy, that non-acceptance. There's that lack of understanding. And where's the support? Where's the belief in them? Mentally, their conditioning may be, they start believing, if I tell the truth, people believe I'm lying. Telling the truth gets you into trouble. 
And those beliefs that you're conditioned with can become unconscious beliefs and become very powerful in their influence on how you see things, how you interpret things, how you interact, your behaviors, and your decision-making. Energy-wise, the child feels that lack of receptivity. They sense a block in their parents' energy, and possibly even a pushback. And that feeling's not great. They can start getting conditioned to shut their sensing down because they don't know how to deal with the feelings they're picking up on. And they don't want to deal with them because of the emotions that come with them. Because emotionally, they may be shamed or feel shame because of being accused of lying and not being believed. Even though they didn't lie, they've been rejected for the truth. And so another layer is created. This is not making parents wrong. This is about the reality that every single one of us can have significant impacts and influence on the children around us, the young people around us, through our actions, our words, which is our conditioning being imposed on those children. These are examples of situations that can be experienced that result in you diluting the connection to your soul self and whereby you take on board the beliefs, the expectations of others and create your conditioned human self. And you put up layers around your soul self to keep it suppressed and to keep yourself protected from your soul self, from the truth, from your knowing, from your goodness and your purity, because it was made wrong. So you've made it wrong. So what is natural in your expression, because of the layers and protection and suppression, becomes controlled and limited. And the layers and your conditioning have come about because of people's responses to you. They don't hear you. They don't see you. They make what you do say and how you express yourself wrong. And they possibly blame you and even make you responsible. All processes that contribute to the suppression of you, the natural you, and the lack of that you experience as a result of their judgments and their processing and what is acceptable and not acceptable being imposed on you results in emotion surfacing. Human processing that is a reaction to the disconnect and lack of, and the five key emotions that you tend to experience that are attached to those layers are rejection, because I'm not acceptable and I'm wrong, guilt, I'm to blame and responsible, abandonment, I'm not important enough, shame, where someone judges who you are and what you do, or they do something to you that is degrading of you, and hurt. In the exchange of energy, where you felt a disconnect over it, and a disconnect around the acceptance of you, that was not natural to you. And it not being natural, resulted in you feeling the emotion of hurt. 
But there's another element to all of this. And I discovered this through my processing of what I experienced when I was about seven or eight. I had trusted my knowing, the voice of my soul, around not speaking to another lady at a dinner one night. My knowing had just said, don't talk to that woman. If you'd asked me why, I would have just said, because I know I'm not meant to. It was as simple as that. Well, my father wasn't happy with that, so I actually got a beating that night. My dad accused me of ruining the night because I didn't talk to this woman. The next morning, I went to get some support and shared it with my mum. My mum was also getting beaten and being given a hard time. And in that moment when I shared with my mum, the shock that hit her left her almost paralysed. Not physically, but emotionally and energy-wise. And as a child, I interpreted that, that there was no one there available for me, and that I was now on my own. That I had to protect myself. And I actually remember the physical experience internally, where the good, pure, and right Melinda that was knowing, so my soul self, that was just fluid and natural, it was like this hardness and this toughness took over. What I thought I had done previously is rejected the good, pure soul self my true self in that moment. But what I've come to see and recognise from having worked with other people who have been through similar physical impacting situations where they've sought out help from those that should be protecting and looking after them, is that in that moment I did not reject my soul self. What actually happened was my human self became a warrior and a protector of my soul-self expression. So my human self became the defender, the protector of my true self. Because I wanted to protect the purity, the goodness, and my knowing from external forces and external influences. But through that, I became so externally focused and looking out to protect my soul self that I actually abandoned my soul self because I stopped being internally aware and focused on that part of me. So I became conditioned to fight for and to protect the purity and the goodness and my soul expression, which is interesting because now I understand why I went and fought the bullies at school. Because what I was doing was I was also being the protector and the warrior of protecting the purity, the goodness and the rightness of those people who were being picked on because I identified with it. So as you create each layer based on the experiences you have where you experience a disconnect and acceptance and exchange of energy, where you've been made wrong or not heard or not seen or made responsible, you diluted the connection to your soul self. And the more layers, the more dilution. And every time you suppress an aspect of you, 
and protect yourself, you create a layer. But there comes a point where there's only so many layers you have and you start repeating experiences, which then reinforces layers. But that's not surprising given the beliefs you have, given the reactions you're conditioned to behave with, given the way that you feel. You end up in situations which are learnings and lessons and opportunities for you to change them. But if you're not aware of that, the chances are you keep repeating it and reinforcing the layer rather than healing, unraveling and diluting it. You create beliefs that are not truth because if they were fact, they would not be a belief. You control, protect and even shut down your sensing because of the energy you felt, how overwhelming it was, the uncomfortableness of the energy and the fact you didn't want to feel it. You had emotion surface as a result of experiencing non-acceptance and lack of. You control your bodily functions and physical being. You hold energy in it. You control it. And that has impacts on the human experience here, on your physical body. You block, hold, drain and suppress your energy, which then impacts you mentally, emotionally, physically, physiologically and sensory-wise. You cease expressing your soul self, listening to your knowing and allowing the purity and the goodness of who you truly are to shine. You become your conditioned self. And the process happened because in entering human form, you experienced amnesia and being soul conscious. So you didn't consciously know who you are and why you were here on this earth. And for those that did have soul consciousness when they entered into human form, they still will have experienced levels of conditioning because they're living in the human world. And because the people around us were not their soul self, their true self, but rather their conditioned and hurt selves, where non-acceptance, fear, suppression and protection was and is a normal way of interaction, it's no wonder you learnt, became conditioned in the way that you have and created layers. Because you took on board their beliefs, their human processing and made them yours. But some of your layers can be of your own creation, where you don't do what you know is the right thing by you and the right thing. But initially, the majority of them came from the influences around you. So if you learnt how not to be, if you learnt what is acceptable and not acceptable, if you learnt to become conditioned, if you learnt your reactions and your beliefs and the way you deal with your body and the way you manage your emotions and what you've done to your sensing and your energy and your physiological process, then guess what? You can unlearn it. And the unlearning comes about through unravelling the complexity you've created, coming back to your soul self where there is simplicity. A reminder, if processing has been triggered and you need some support, please reach out to those around you. 
whether it's people who you know, who are friends and family, or various organisations, and allow others to support you in your process of unravelling, of healing, of uncovering, and making a significant difference to who you are and becoming your soul self again.